0: 127 On The Mic exists simply as an extension of our college ministry 127 at FBC Brian. Our prayer is that this podcast be used in accordance with you belonging and investing into a local body. And we hope that this resource is growing in a relationship with and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey. Hey. Yo, <laughs> what up podcast crew, looking like a fool and I'm making with the... Little bit of I don't know how to finish that. That yeah, it was not oh, great. I, it was going really well, and then I lost it. Yeah. It's understandable, though. It's a Thursday. I was uh, hyped for this uh, this new setup we got. My mic is drooping. I won't lie to you. Yeah. But we'll, you need to tighten it down? We'll make it work. Fix
1: it. Well, I don't want to. It'll be fun just to watch it like continue to move slowly. It's just that handle right there. You just got to tighten it. This one? Yeah, just commit to that. That one's tight, brother. Hmm. I'm getting text. Uh, probably need a new mic stand. I think I heard that.
0: Yeah, that was pretty fun.
1: What are you getting a text from? Do we do we need to know? Nope. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> no comment. Whoever just texted him in two eighteen, shut up. Way to go! <laughs> I think everyone in the room
0: knows who it is. So. Uh, Here we are. I don't uh, know who it is. So your,
1: your mom? No, uh, not he's my mom. Is it
2: uh, Your mom? Is it your dad? Nope, not my dad. <laughs> uh, is it one of your roommates? Nope, not one of my roommates. Hey, no, nah, we'll so, talk about that later. It's fine. I was just no,
1: messing. I heard y'all talking. Because the Lazy Lane like crew that's just like y'all's house next to another house. Yep. We're all part of the, one of our Bible studies is playing assassins and John Andrew coming out and catching somebody trying to kill Hayden and then running through his house screaming somebody's trying to kill you. When did this happen? Last night after midnight. After, after Hayden. They, after Hayden, they went, he went back home? After Hayden got back from freshman equip, he went home and took a shower john andrew came out of y'all's house going back over to his house and blake was hiding outside of the house and john andrew's like hey who are you started screaming at him and then Wait, realized who, who's playing assassins blake's bible study oh okay this makes a lot more sense and so blake was trying to take out hayden yeah. hayden was in the shower and so Blake was just, I mean, John Andrews running through the house be like, Hayden,
0: he's here to kill you. Oh, <laughs> my
1: word. Hey, and then John Ender got a Nerf gun out and started chasing Blake around. <laughs> Nerf room, gun. Did he get him last night? No, he, he tried to wait for Hayden to come out of the shower and he threw it out him and missed him. And then Hayden came and hit him with it and just hung out for 30 minutes.
0: And so now is he like, is it just like a stun effect? Yeah,
1: he got stunned for 30 uh, minutes. No, so he couldn't no. really do anything. So he's like, I'm going home. <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. I, was, days, I just dude. wanted to know What it was like On Lazy Lane there For a little while With John Andrew Running around outside I was uh, Screaming somebody's Trying to kill you I was in my bed I won't lie to you Okay Yeah um, I, I didn't know I, Thank that. you for not lying to me Yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to you there That's appreciated But that's hey, a that's good roommate I you know what lying is That's a good roommate Yeah I'm Breaking one of the commandments Yeah My, my roommate <laughs>
2: One of my past roommates Definitely did not I do what i can definitely did kill me in assassins
1: remember who's, that who's that oh bro, yeah bro your power stance right now on this mic i do not <laughs> like <laughs>
2: Jared, long <laughs> story short we did we did bsm assassins like, like a this. year no, ago we shouldn't and jaron the person that was my assassin jaron let inside of our house while we were like hanging out as a journey group and she killed me it was rough dude you were like in tears i was that was that was partially a joke Oh. But it was okay because I got redemption and I paid my way back in. Um, I will say
0: BSM does assassins really well. Oh yeah.
1: That, that's they, one they of their things. They program it really well. And, they and you got to pay pay for your life. Yeah. It's, yeah. For, it's permissions. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, no, I know.
0: Yeah. They still doing that?
1: Mm-hmm. I think they are. Planning it now? Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. they're
1: like. Uh, I think I followed the, the Instagram account. Yeah. Which doesn't really matter because I'm never on Instagram. So that doesn't didn't really do anything for me. Shout out last week. What happened? <laughs> the podcast that was last week. I'm never on Instagram. Oh, social mm-hmm. social medias. Yep, yep, yeah. I also forget podcasts about five minutes after we do them, That's so true. That's that, true. that doesn't help us either. But so you have it, but are never on it. That never is not the truth. I'm every so often I'll check. Mainly it's like, hey, did we post anything as a ministry in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Or uh, somebody will like, hey, do you know who this person is? I'll go in there and look. And but it's rare. How many? I wonder on on
0: average how many people have apps on their phone that they just like Ooh, rarely never or happened. never use.
1: Yeah. I almost did that the other day of going through the, I have, I have three pages on my phone yeah. of like stuff and like going to the back page, which is where I think things go to die. <laughs> yeah. And like what, what on here do I never use? Yeah. And there's just like random, I mean, we can, we can just go
0: on
2: there and look. Are real you, real. are so, you
1: asking how many? People or what's the percentage of people that have stuff on their phone that they don't know like what it what, what percentage
0: apps? of apps do you just like never
1: uh, the back page is manage missions, which I'll use during the summer. The audio recorder, I don't know if I ever use that. The Costco app, which Okay we're I also don't use. Um Progressive is our insurance. Google Docs lives back there. That's nice. There you go. Uh smart control, which is for my office lights. And Starlink, the uh Elon, it's our internet. And then uh, and then the bill, the bill AP and AR app for church is what's on the back page. So things bill, that I bill in APR? Things that I don't use a whole lot, but are there? Yeah, I have Thinkfully, two, thankfully two pages. pages. I
0: got I got three I got four pages, but two of them are widgets that I'm never on. You put
2: stuff in folders? Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about this, but yeah, I, I put stuff in folders, but I, I can
1: also testify that there's a lot of things I don't use. Yes so I'm gonna go ahead and update some stuff all right I got, I got 27 things that need to be updated you know the I'm last time that, that I did attendance all. in Bible study was probably about week two <laughs> <I need laughs> Joanna. Joanna gonna be on you <laughs> she's supposed to be turning in those weekly numbers really <laughs> <laughs> getting zeros <laughs> it's like, That's Zach's Bible study not
0: good I just I just saw them on the last page of my phone was touchpoint so my bad. it's fine it's okay speaking of things that we don't utilize well God, I can't rest if
2: you don't do that yeah
1: <laughs> why not because it's not finished
2: <laughs> zach's been resting from from uh using touchpoint john d- john doesn't function in the undone
0: yeah
1: it's
2: well, bad we got a lot to talk about then
0: today
1: yeah it's not gonna be good hey, Just let you know.
0: so today we we did an episode i think i don't even know what episode that is i can probably try and look but I'm, i'll do this in a second called burnout and we briefly touched on the subject of sabbath and so that's what this episode is, is about. What is what is Sabbath? And so I guess just the first question is is what's a biblical definition of of Sabbath?
1: Sabbath. Caleb, deep side, like you want to talk? No, you can go first. Let me let me cook for a little bit. Oh my! What's he talking? <laughs> what's he talking about? Let me let, let me, me cook. cook for you little. go. You go first. <laughs> I want to know what you're cooking over there. I mean the, the beans, <laughs> you got, you got beans. Man, uh, like let me see. Beat. I mean, I'm just gonna go to Exodus 20 and and go through here right quick, cause cause here's a here's a list, and you can just sit over there and cook. Um, <laughs> sorry, God, God spoke all these words on the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. 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 Do not have other gods beside me. One. Do not make an idol for yourself, whether in the shape of anything in the heavens above, or on the earth below, or in the waters underneath it. Do not bow and worship to them, and do not serve them, for I am the Lord your God jealous God, bringing the consequences of the Father's iniquity on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, showing faithful love to a thousand generations to those who love me and keep my commands. Verse 7, do not misuse the name of the Lord your God, because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. That's three down. The fourth, remember the Sabbath day. Keep it holy. Keep it holy. Some of you are just like, when we talk about the Sabbath, we didn't even you probably forgot that it was a big 10 um just be like don't murder don't steal don't don't lie to people honor my father and mother yeah so that you live Mm -hmm. long and then it goes to verse nine you are to labor six days and do all your work but the seventh day is a sabbath to the lord your god Mm. important word you must not do any work you your son your daughter your male or female servant your livestock or how do you teach your livestock to not do work also what work do livestock do
2: they be graze and <laughs> so so eating eating is work
0: yeah cuz i mean i i feel like i eat on I th- on the sabbath? Quote unquote sabbath i yeah. think
2: it's more like the the livestock would be plow like yeah, killing the fields yeah don't
1: hook them to the plow don't yeah, yeah. don't require them to give you the milk those things, yeah. Okay, give anyway. them break. Your, <laughs> give, lives, your livestock give them, need break. Let Cal take nap, <laughs> Cal or, nap. or the resident alien who is within your city gates. Hmm. Why? For the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything in them, in six days. Then he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he declared it holy. That's yeah. the that's the command. Said word Sabbath literally means what shabbat sabbat <laughs> what, what is it, it not shabbat it's sabbat uh is you H? can you can i can we can have them say it it's s-a-b-b-a-t okay um one letter off it's close but literally means you said rest to not work seventh seventh rest oh no and so oh no <laughs> We, we started going through this <laughs> oh, no. with, with all of the Shah the other day and talking about it. You can connect it back to <laughs> Daniel nine, but please don't. That's how um, I was laughing. But, but that 77th. Yeah. So all of these are going to connect, uh, if you want to, but it, it's kind of a, it means like the seventh day of the week okay. as a day of rest, seventh rest is kind of what that is. Um, and so that's what you're looking at. So that's the biblical definition now what do we do with that
2: yeah i really i really like that point and i think if you again if you just take it back to the garden um genesis 2 verse 1 then the heavens were then the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them verse 2 and on the seventh day god finished his work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. And so on the Sabbath, there's this, there's this picture that it's not that God was tired. um, It's not that, that God was worn down and he needed a break, but that the Sabbath is a declaration that God was finished with his work, that he was completed with his work and it was good. And he, he rested because it was finished, not because again, not because he was tired, and so that that holy Sabbath, therefore, is a, is a declaration that I've finished the work for the week. And so I think if we, if we understand just the context of, of Exodus, you know, Exodus 20, when what John just mentioned, when God gave them the Sabbath to, to tell them to work for six days and not for seventh, the seventh, we have to remember that they had just come out of slavery. They had just come out of slavery where where Egypt would have had them work hard seven day weeks, long hours from, from sun up to sun down making brick, making mortar, like, like terrible conditions. And so part of, again, why God gave them the Sabbath was to remind them that, hey, your work is finished. Like, I am a good father. I'm a good master. I'm not going to um, work you to the bear, but I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to give you Sabbath because I want you to realize that your work is complete and, and in me you will have rest. And so I think I think that's part of the biblical um call to sabbath is again just to recognize that that god didn't rest because he needed it but because it was finished and it was good i think that's the same um, principle that we should live by as well yeah is there sorry you're about to say something nope i want to see i want to hear your question
0: i was i was just going to ask because i think a lot of people look at at genesis 2 and they go okay god was just setting an example for True. us is there is there a deeper meaning to to god resting on the seventh day obviously he kind of pointed to like the work had been finished but is there kind of I feel like when people talk about it, it's just like, yeah, he was just setting an example. Is there is there a deeper purpose or meaning for for God resting on the seventh or is it what Caleb was sitting
1: on? Uh, Sure. I want to say yes, because God does that and God's infinite in in purpose also. And so there's things that that he puts in order that sometimes we're just not going to get. And so when I when I look at the Sabbath, when you look at the example of it and what he does, Caleb, Caleb is wise to point us in this direction with the Exodus. Um, that what he did in creation was he rested because the work was finished, not because he was tired. But what he also did, it, it echoes into the Exodus story. Um, and Deuteronomy five speaks to this in a couple other places, that they're like, You remember the Sabbath because I am your redeemer. Mm. Um, and in that like, hey slaves, I've I've redeemed you in this way you can find spaces of rest where you don't have to put forth work and energy and effort because you know that I will be the one to provide. And, and that would be the same, same reason that we tithe, the same reason that we give back and we offer things to God by going, I, I need, like, I could use what I have, this money, for example, this 10% or whatever you decide to give, I could use this for things. But if I give it to you, you're going to you're going to do better with it and you're going to provide for me in a better way than it could have mm. and so and the people of israel still function this way the jewish people still function this way i'll say it that way um and but in the old testament it was work really really hard and you could keep working on the seventh day and provide for yourself but instead hit pause and re- be reminded that god is actually your provider
2: yeah. Yeah. And
1: he's going to multiply your energy and your effort. And so you redeemed me from slavery. You redeemed me from the Egypt. You're doing this thing. And so even in Deuteronomy 5, as they're continuing to wander, he's like, hey, you need to remember that you are a slave in the land of Egypt. And the Lord God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. It's 515. Okay. And yeah. then he, and he says, like that verse we hold on to and remember, but the second part of that, therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Okay. Remember what I did. Keep the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, and so in that they can find rest that God is actually their provider. and if you connect it back to the garden this is the cool part in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and and the spirit was hovering over the chaos yeah. and then what did God do? He brought order to the chaos mm-hmm. and he put man in there to govern <laughs> to, to be fruitful and multiply to rule over the rule over creation and and in that he was he looked at that at that point and goes, hey men look sit down and look. I'm your provider. What did you do? Mm. Nothing. Rest and look around. I did all of this. And like, that can be a constant reminder for us. Yeah. Uh, so my Sabbath, um, i will probably jumping ahead, but this maybe will lay the foundation. John's personal Sabbath, I don't take a day, almost ever. <laughs> it's, I don't. But when I get home, and especially like when I'm spending time with the Lord, um, a lot of times when the family's asleep and it's just quiet in my house, I find rest in the fact that God did everything. Like even when I worked hard, the fruit of that labor was going to be the result of God's hand not mine. Huh. That's and that's a restful pl- a restful place for me. He's a provider in all of those spaces. I just get to work beside him. That's
2: good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. <laughs> um I, I don't really have any thoughts okay. other than Jesus again like I really like that point of it's a command to to rest because you know that God will provide for you and I. Yeah, uh, I'm reminded so often, uh, just again from the the Old Testament when God commanded them to rest um, and to you know when, when they were in the wilderness, God was going to give them quail and manna um, each and every day. And on the the sixth day, manna, He would give them a double portion so that they would have, have food for the next day and not have to work and not have to work the next day. And I think again, like. We have, to, we have to realize that, that God is trying to um, do two things in that. He's trying to grow our dependence on Him, again, because He is provider. And two, um, to, to re- make us realize that He's a good, generous God. Because how mm-hmm. good is it that you would be blessed for something that you didn't even have to work for? Yeah. Uh, because, again, like they were going to receive a, a double portion of manna mm-hmm. that on the, second, on the seventh day, they would receive manna and, and quail, and they didn't even have to go and get it. And so I think, again, there's just this this dualism that you're saying between the, you know, the the sovereign leaders in in Egypt versus the sovereign God that had had been faithful to them and, and provided for them. Because that was one of God's whole points, was that they would see just that God is good and not this taxing leader like like the Pharaoh. Yeah. Manna.
1: I just like that word. Manna. What is manna? You know what it means? No. It means what is it? Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah right. Yeah. And, so, yep. and so they were going it is, it is what it is. They were going, "God, manna." In his response, Mana. <laughs> "Manna." <laughs> "Manna." That's awesome. <laughs> it's just like no. an echo. It's like, what do we call this? You call it manna. <laughs> yeah, but it? what, is it? what Who, is it? Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> that's That's third awesome. base. I'm sorry. The Bible's funny
0: sometimes. Yeah, I love that. I guess sort of going to the next question. OT specifically, like what are what are some of the regulations that God prescribes? Man. Might not be the right word but in regards to sabbath like what are things you you can do you can't do um is it is it specific to um each individual is it does god declare this over the entire nation um, what are some of the i guess just regulations that they had to live under under this idea of, of sabbath i think we know do not work we've, we've made that one is that the only regulation that god spoke
1: um, I mean, from the beginning, yes, but then it includes a lot of things, uh, such as, su- such as, um, you, you couldn't cook, you couldn't travel, uh, anywhere. And so like it now, and like modern day Jews count their steps on the Sabbath, they yeah. can only take a certain number of steps. I th- believe it's three quarters of a mile. Yeah. Something around there. Um, no businesses can be open. I mean, cause that would be work. So, yep. but in that you can't buy things. And so B and H photo, which we get a lot of our camera stuff from is Jewish, Jewish owned. Really? And so they, they honor the Sabbath. And so you cannot like literally their website won't allow you allow you to order on the Sabbath. And so on Saturday, if you go in there, it's, it's from like late Friday until late Saturday. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and Ethan was trying to order a camera. Yep. On like, I, I can't that.
0: order this camera.
2: I was like, yeah.
1: wait till you call them. It's going to be more fun. Cause they're like, strongly Jewish on the wow. phone and just screaming at each other. And it's, it's sweet because you're yeah. kind of reminded of these promises. And so not only can you not buy stuff, you can't sell stuff, open your business, but you're not supposed to, not supposed to buy anything. Um, bearing, like bearing burdens is included in that. And so that's even like hard conversations mm-hmm. that can be laborsome. Things like that are all included and we can keep going. Yeah. And I mean, cause something for the listeners to
2: remember too is, Obviously the Jewish uh, day was different than ours. You know, we, we think of our days as beginning at, you know, 12 o'clock and ending at 12 o'clock, uh, 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, but the Jewish day, again, I want to say it was from like 4 PM or 5 PM. 20 minutes before sunset. And so again, like the Sabbath would be, I think Friday night, Friday, Friday evening to yeah. Saturday evening. And so Exodus 22, uh, 10, there's another mandate for six years, you shall sow your land and gather in its yield but the seventh year you shall let it rest and lie fallow that the poor of your people may eat and what they leave the beasts of the field may eat. Uh, And so again, there's just this, not only the seventh day, but even the seventh year. year. That's crazy. Um, Again, just to remind them, hey, like rest this year and to give your land a rest. Um, Not just the people a rest, but uh, there's that rule that again, six days you shall do your work, but on the seventh day you shall rest that that you and your ox and your donkey may have rest and the son of your servant woman and the alien may be refreshed. And I like that word refresh there. It's again, just to, to show you that, um, God is good and he, he wants, he cares about our health. He cares about our, um, our hearts and our, our refreshment even. Uh, and so again, we could, like John said, we could find tons of old Testament things, but I think it's interesting just to, um, realize like what Sabbath implications did they put on Jesus? you know because when jesus was in the the synagogues and he would heal they would say that that's not lawful for a man to heal on the sabbath yeah and you really wonder where where they got these things from but that was another thing it was it was a common misconception or common belief that they couldn't heal on the sabbath because that was again doing some sort of work yeah how do we how do we reconcile
0: that idea that that jesus and his disciples according to old testament law quote unquote broke the idea of keeping the sabbath holy
1: to not work to not to not do these things yeah uh, you put some pressure on us um on the spot yeah which is which is great because like if you go and read through the the big ten one through three we're like yeah we're going to (laughs) keep five five through ten we got that one Mm -hmm. and then jesus jesus comes onto the scene and is like i'm I'm lord of the sabbath yeah (laughs) um and and makes that claim and so when, when you read through the gospels, we'll we'll go the other way. When you read through the gospels, you begin to clearly see pretty quickly how crucial the Sabbath was to, to those, to that people. Um, and Caleb mentioned this, like the Jews of Jesus's day were like, Hey, pay attention to this. Um, and so if the, if the seventh day is setting up these clashes between Jesus and the Pharisees, um, you knew how important it was. And so anytime Jesus had that interaction with him, you were going to go, this is going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would, you have to assume because we know this to be true. Um, if Blake, Blake Stovall, for example, if he's listening. Hi Blake. Um, they went to the Tennessee game this year and he was like, he said, it's a great game. They were kind of mean to us, but that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, because you show up dressed in Aggie gear yeah. in Tennessee Um, they are that's the call to you. Um, that's sporting 101. Sometimes they take it over the line, but if you go into enemy territory, you should expect some Uh, sort of fans in New York, yeah, some sort of battle is just what that is. And so, Jesus going against the Pharisees, the ultimate law keeper on the Sabbath is like, he he could have avoided that. This is the thing, like, sometimes you're gonna have an issue with this, some of you might, but Jesus, like, this is gonna be trouble. Let's go, boys. We're just gonna step into the space, we're gonna stir them up. Um, and and so when when you do that and then you have to look at Jesus and go okay then what what commandments did he break on the sabbath and Caleb oh. said this it was tradition not law that he did and so they were just yeah. like don't do this versus that um and so you can go throughout the entirety of the story and go okay which biblical law did Jesus break none of them yeah and so he was just messing with their tradition and since these guys are zealous to define what a person could and couldn't do on the Sabbath in doing so they put a spiritual burden on people's backs that they can't keep and so Jesus shows up on the scene and goes I'm the Lord of the Sabbath and this is what I came to do Mm -hmm. give you rest Mm -hmm. and and so they're trying to carry a burden that a Jewish tradition is making pharisaical and Jesus is like no watch what I do even on the Sabbath and in that I'm proclaiming rest over you not not law not labor I'm not getting rid of the Sabbath. I'm not even getting rid of the Sabbath law, but I am trying to get rid of tradition that has become heavy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus said, I believe it's Matthew um, five. I believe it's Matthew five, but the law is summed up in this of of love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, And then again, we, we mentioned it, but Matthew 12, when Jesus says that he's Lord of the Sabbath, um, we have to put all of the old Testament law in context of, what was the purpose of the law? And again, like what was the purpose of the Sabbath again? The purpose of the Sabbath was, and the purpose of the law was to give the people of Israel a a, a guideline or a diagnostic tool of how well am I following God? How well am I doing what he's commanded me to do? Again, none of them could keep the full law. And the Pharisees, they, they felt that they could. And so Jesus is reminding them that the point of the law was to love your neighbor. The point of the Sabbath was for God to bless the people of Israel. And so clearly, and you know, he he gives that example in Matthew 12, he says in verse three, he said to them, have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law, how on the Sabbath, the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless, basically saying that like, even this, the priests are not innocent in this matter because, They eat on the Sabbath. Is that, are they breaking the Sabbath law? And he says in verse six, I tell you something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You would have not condemned the guiltless for the son of man is Lord of the Sabbath. So again, that's just a a mindset that the the purpose of the Sabbath is like John said, not to put burdens on people. Mm -hmm. And the Pharisees have been doing that by their tradition or their Mishnah, I believe that's what it's called. Um, And so again, in the Sabbath, it wasn't that, that God would just give them a specific set of laws. You can't do this. You can't do this. But the Sabbath was to give them life, to bring them rest for their souls. Mm. That's good.
0: I guess, I guess just kind of transitioning into, um, I hate this, don't hate this word, but in this idea, like what, what, um, for us in the room, for those listening, are we in sort of this? living by the regulation of the fourth commandment um if that makes sense or or was this specifically commanded for the jews this idea of sabbath like how do we situate ourselves within this realm of sabbath in the old testament talked about it fourth commandment like how do we how do we reconcile this in our new testament time living in america busy lives that we live
1: yikes um we said it i think I'm going to I'm going to reset it, re-say it re say it restate it i'm going to reset it christ coming didn't abolish the sabbath and and so in saying it that way you go like jesus showing up on the scene didn't get rid of the idea of rest mm-hmm. it ushers in a deeper kind of rest than what the sabbath could offer yeah um, is, is one way to think about that. And so when, when, and we've talked about it, when in Matthew, Matthew 12, verse eight, for the son of man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Uh, I, I found this quote. I was looking for it for a little while. Um, it's from D.A. Carson, that Jesus Christ is Lord of the Sabbath is not only a messianic claim of grand proportions, but it raises the possibility of a future change or a reinterpretation of the Sabbath and yeah. so like I'm, I'm careful with that word change in there but the reinterpretation of the sabbath it it precisely in precisely the same way that is profess superiority over the temple raises certain possibilities about ritual law uh and so there there are some things that we still hold on to that that jesus redefines or jesus makes better and so we would go in jesus something greater than the sabbath is here uh and so we don't and as a church you anyone listening would go you're terrible at this like, I mean, the traditional like I'm, I'm OK with the Jewish Sabbath being from, you know, Friday right before sunset to, sun, to Saturday, um, because Sunday often we go, that's our day of rest. Yeah. Unless you work at a church yep, um, or unless you volunteer at a church or if you're just a volunteer or if you're a church member or if, like that's not a day of rest at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, ask a ask a parent with young kids like <laughs> how much fun it is to get their kids here on Sunday morning mm. and and what that looks like. And so. He redefines. He doesn't get rid of, but makes better um, all all things. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. But our idea of the Sabbath has to shift outside of ritual into yeah purpose that. at that point. Yeah,
2: I think too. Like again, for for us, what part of the Sabbath still applies, and we have to take yeah. it all the way back to again. You know, civil, ceremonial, moral law. That was the the, the you know whole gamut of, of law that God gave. And so we have to look at the Sabbath. What was the Sabbath? Something civil was, was the Sabbath defined designed by God to create a stable society um, for the people of Israel? Was it, was it meant to guard against sin and in, in relationships between certain people? No, it was, it was more of a moral law. Same thing with ceremonial. It wasn't to make the people um, clean or to write them before God. It wasn't to atone for anything. And so, if the if the Sabbath was a moral law that God was trying to give them rest, then obviously we have to realize that that still applies because Christ came again to to fulfill the ceremonial law, to make complete the civil law, and to um, put the moral law on our hearts. Yeah. And so, like John said, the the moral law of the Sabbath it's a deeper meaning now. Not only do we, should we, in Christ, seek to to rest, you know, once a week if we can, but we should. We should find rest for our souls in him as the true source of Sabbath as the again, as the Lord of the Sabbath. And so notice, like John said, that Jesus is extending the meaning, the original meaning of the Sabbath. Originally, you were you were just meant to, you know, not work on this day and it didn't have anything necessarily to do with your heart. And yet now Jesus wants the Sabbath to reach rest in your heart that he would be Lord of, of, of the Sabbath in your heart yeah. and give you rest for your soul in your, in your heart. That's good.
0: Yeah. We're about to jump into this next semester. Oh, here he was four. gonna go. Yeah. I got you. Uh, the bold title for this chapter, which isn't scripture, but kind of helps us is a Sabbath rest for God, for the people of God. In verse nine, it says there remains then a Sabbath rest for the, for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rest their works. Just as god did from his let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience and so i don't know if you're gonna add on to that or if you had thoughts going with that which i think kind of transitioned us to application jesus being our our sabbath rest finding that fulfillment finding deeper dependence in
1: him but yeah i mean that that's i mean hebrews 4 3 right um for we who have believed Enter that rest. Like that, that's the important part of it. Yeah. Uh, Like, how do you enter rest? You you believe. Um, and so I I like to go because Paul has a platform to do so in authorship of the New Testament. Like, what is what does Paul do with the Sabbath? Um, his his voice is gonna be loud and and he will say some things that are gonna annoy us. And so Colossians 2, 16 and 17, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food or drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a sabbath. He just, he just, puts it out there. Yeah. Don't, don't let them judge you about what you eat. Don't let them judge you about what festivals you partake in. Don't let them judge you about celebrating the new moon or how you handle the Sabbath. Because why? These are a shadow of the things to come. Yeah. But the substance belongs to Christ. And so, and so you're going to look at this and you're going to, okay, Paul just has, um, remarkably sort of released under this idea of Christ since he's here Observing the Sabbath is no longer a matter of obedience or disobedience. It's, it's not that anymore. it's 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 a thing. He says, let no one pass judgment on you and and so you're going to go, okay, here's the Old Testament here's the old covenant. we'll go that way. here's the old covenant standard for the Sabbath uh, Exodus 31:14 you keep the Sabbath because it is holy for you. everyone who profanes it shall be put to death. Mm-hmm. That's the standard in the old Testament. And you're like, okay. Now, now when you put that, that aggressive of a stance, which is fine, God's allowed to do this. You put that stance on the Sabbath, then often what comes along with that are ritual laws to bind you even further. Mm -hmm. Hey, you'll die if you don't follow the rules of the Sabbath. And here's a couple more. And the church has been pretty good about this. Mm -hmm. Baptist, especially Mm -hmm. don't, don't dance, don't, don't listen to secular music. Don't, you know, like that's, that was cultural, like things that we just didn't touch. Um, and so he, he has that. And then he, in Colossians just throws it out the window. And in Romans, uh, 14, one person esteems one day as better than the other while another esteems all of the days. Mm. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. He's going, one of you holds one day really important. He's talking about the Sabbath. And one of you doesn't care, yeah. And it doesn't matter. Make up your own mind at that point. And so, so he can go, hey, you. Th- there could be this uh, old, old covenant, old commandment that was like, hey, I'm just going to treat all the days alike. And what would be his result? Death. If he treated all the days the same, he wouldn't honor the Sabbath, and he could be stoned to death, mm-hmm. literally, in, in according to the Old Testament. But Paul feels no need to impose the Sabbath command on the Gentiles. That's his primary mission. Even though some in Rome are like, you, you should keep the commandment. Um, to keep the Sabbath holy, we needed to do that. And Paul's going, eh, you don't have to do that. You aggressive Jewish Christians that want to maintain the rules of your father, you, we don't, we're not under that anymore. Yeah. In fact, look at the Gentile who didn't know the law and is not going to do that. And he's good. And I don't have an issue with that Christian. And I don't have an issue with you because it's no longer a matter of obedience or disobedience. It's be led to rest in whatever way your God pushes you into that type of rest. Um, Now that me saying that is not a blanket statement for you to treat everything that way. (laughs) Um, So we have to, you have to be careful there. But what Paul is saying is like, I don't have an issue with that. As long as you refrain from pressuring other people to Mm -hmm. imitate how you're doing that and how you obey the Sabbath and how you find that rest, and so for the sake of Christian liberty, I don't like that word, but Paul does this a lot, um, for the sake of Christian freedom and mutual love, Romans 14, mm-hmm. then then be convinced in your own mind how you should do that. And then it takes you into Hebrews, yep. which w- we're going to explore a lot over the next year. We don't know who wrote it. That's going to frustrate all of us. Um, but the author of Hebrews says, hey, like, here's the Sabbath rest for people. Believe. Mm-hmm. Like that's a sweet form of rest. Just yeah. believe it's not even a posture. It's a heart. It's a heart posture. It's not a physical posture. Yeah. Um. And, and when you contend with that, like what Paul does with the Old Testament and the new, you begin to go, okay, it's not a, it's not that we're get, getting rid of a law. It's just shifted and yeah. how we focus on it. He's commanded us to rest. Mm.
2: Yeah, that's good. I, I like the idea of just to the, this, again, there's this already, but not yet aspect of rest again that just makes the eternal rest that we will enter in so much better yeah um because again it's it's no longer just this is a physical posture again but it's it's a heart posture like john mentioned and so i think just uh really i would encourage everybody to look into those verses because i think again just in your mind think about how is this um pointing to a future day when there's that already, but not yet. Because in verse nine, he says again, uh, so then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. And he's again, pointing it back to creation, yeah. which again is just interesting because it makes you think like if God rested from his, his work, his, he was finished. Um, and then he rested. What does that look like for us? Like, does that mean that we're going to be finished or, or is it just as simply our lives have been finished and that we will we will rest yeah. like he did. And so I, I think that's just something even to research and to, to consider, but yeah, it's a sweeter rest.
0: Yeah, that's a good point too, because when Christ says it is finished, it is done, like that should be the posture that we move forward in within, within our rest. Because like you were talking about, I think our works here on earth, quote unquote, will never be finished. We're, we're playing in a part of a story that's already been written for us. Um, and mm. so that should be the thing that we take rest in that we, yeah, we play such a, such a minor part is a, is a strong way to put that. But we, on the grand scheme of eternity, we play such a minor part that the work that we're doing is, is, isn't going to be completed by us and it isn't started by us. Yeah. Um, and that should be a point of rest for us knowing that, that we can't complete it and we can't finish it. Um, but simply we're just, we're just playing a part in, in the story that God is writing.
2: But yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it said that when. You mentioned it is finished, but when Jesus said that it's finished, he obviously the, the primary thing was that mm-hmm. sin has been finished, like death yep. has been conquered forever, yep. because of you know his sacrifice. But it's also just, a, I think, a declaration of hey, like the salvation of these people's souls and the sanctification of their souls is also has also been finished yep. in in my sacrifice mm. forever. And so I think that's the, again just a sweet picture of rest that at Jesus's death he secured for us the eternal rest place where we would be made perfect in him forever. Yeah. I um, our work would be finished, um, where we would rest. And so I, th- I think that's just a sweet picture as well.
1: Good. I think you killed it like that. That statement there at the end is, is so good because old Testament is like, Hey, pick a day, have a day, fourth commandment, fourth commandment, rest on said day. Um, but, but when we talk about post Jesus, what Christ has commanded it moves from keeping the sabbath on one day to keeping the sabbath always yeah um is, is, is what you were saying there and it's a it's a sweet mindset of finding finding rest and here I, I, f- I found this statement and i don't even know who said this um but the lord and the devil would have us work even while we rest mm. but jesus would have us rest even while we work mm. um which is a it's such a sweet like statement in there um when when moments of rest when we're trying to rest then it's like you find yourself busy mm-hmm. versus the opposite when you find yourself busy you find rest yeah. um and what because your mind is in a different space and what Jesus is is doing there and so that's just how in my mind it's a great statement on how the sabbath has shifted mm. um for us because uh, yes it is wise to rest hear us when we say that yeah. um you you should find moments of rest and for you it may be a day um, that you can set aside. When you become a parent, that's probably not going to happen that way. Mm. Um, and so you got to find different moments for that to to appear. Um, but if you could find rest in every space, because you've looked yeah. clearly at Jesus and knowing that that he is controlling that anyway, yeah. um, your weariness fades, mm. your burden is light. Um, those type of things come alive. Those verses come alive much more regularly in your life just by who you're looking at. It's good. Good all i got oh man mm-hmm. i like it when you have stuff it is yeah never mind it is finished <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's about to say it yeah, I, the, the, yeah we can rest podcast done no
2: <laughs> okay yeah last thing oh hebrews 12 just looking to jesus he's the founder and the perfecter of our faith and i think that's where we're going to find rest like john mentioned that yeah it's never going to be true rest um our our fears are never going to be stilled our worries are never our worries our worries our worries <laughs> are never going to be uh, never going to fade until we look to jesus yeah. Um, and, and he satisfies every every fear, every every desire, all those things. So yeah, it's good.
0: The cool friends we're rolling out, rolling out. I might try to roll out of here. Where are you going? I don't know. Now I was gonna say physically roll, oh, not like the church, but like this room. Cool.
2: Bye.